So good. Hello there, good people. It's good to see you guys all again. It's been a little while, and I'm going to be honest, this whole scene with the COVID virus thing has... At the beginning of this, I had to deal with my stress levels of what I was reading in the news and all the things that I was seeing and reading, and I had to peel back a little while, and um, that's just the honest truth. So the slow in my content production has been because of that, and sometimes this stuff deals with self-preservation and what we can do to take care of ourselves. But now that I've grounded out and I've been sitting with this and I've been talking to a lot of different people in my field and talking to people in the health and wellness industry and people that are in the medical field, there's a lot of people I've been very lucky in terms of what I've come across in terms of the health and lifestyle strategies, the things that I have in my toolkit, and then also just cross-referencing and brainstorming with other people and hearing about what people are struggling with. So this podcast episode is going to be dedicated to the coronavirus lifestyle strategies and immune support. What we can do proactively to take care of our bodies and our minds right now, because globally, culturally, at a societal level, we're experiencing more stress now than we maybe ever have. It's a, it's, the stress has never been unified under one umbrella. And it's very real. People are struggling. And myself, being an extrovert, Okay, I love, I see my friends. My friends are out, who are out there who they know who they are in Sacramento, who I see on a regular basis. I love my social time. And so for me to peel back and to not get that pipeline of medicine that I get from my friendships is very real. And there are other extroverts out there who I'm sure feel the same way. So the first thing I want to talk about, I've got some notes over here. If you see me looking over, it's just so that I can go through everything and not forget everything that I've got. The first thing is this. Navigating stress and our immune response. Okay, that's a big one because what the media is doing incredibly well is scaring the shit out of everybody. So the news is for the most part all doom and gloom. Yes, there's some highlights about things where people are helping, but it's a lot of doom and gloom and about how bad it is and how worse it's getting. And you could definitely say they're doing their job in reporting what's happening, but they're also, I think, fanning the flames in terms of getting everyone panicked and worried and scared, which is why we've seen the disappearance of toilet paper and the basic necessities. We've seen people get into a panicked frenzy. And what the media doesn't tell you is that panic, fear, worried, and this emotional stress is the number one. It's the premier thing that will tank your immune response. So that's pretty critical. That's pretty important to understand that dynamic because if you don't get that and you're not hip to that idea, the panic that the mainstream media can put you into is actually going to make you more susceptible to getting sick. And if you're unlucky enough to get the COVID virus, then your body's not going to respond as well. So how we deal with stress right now is paramount. It's absolutely critical in the large context of our health, our wellness, and how we navigate this very tumultuous terrain at the moment. So the first thing is this, you guys. Breathing. It's not revolutionary. Okay, all world traditions say this. The, the ones that are good, I think, that have mind-body connection are going to talk about this. We have our mental faculties, and then we have the material body. All right, and, we, and with the mental faculties, we also have not just the thinking process, but also the emotionality of the human experience. These things all have, these three levels all have an effect on the health response and our immune response and how we navigate the stressors of life. So the bridge, okay, between our mental, faculty, mental faculties and our emotion, okay, between that and the body, the immaterial thoughts we have and the material manifestation of what happens in our physiology, the bridge between those two things is the breath. It always has been. 
And this is why these age-old traditions are always talking about breathing techniques, breathing methods, why we use the breath to interface between the mind and the body, why the breath is used to reduce the stress response. So you guys, don't get too hung up on how do I breathe? Yes, we all breathe. We're alive. If you're sitting here listening to this, you're breathing. But the capacity in which we breathe, the depth of our breath, the lengths of our breath, and how often we consciously engage it as an exercise is something that we really need to do on the front lines right now. If you were watching the news, I guarantee you, you're going to watch it and come out of it feeling worse. You're going to feel more stressed out. You might hear a nice little story about something that's happening, but for the most part, okay, it's a lot of doom and gloom and a lot of fear and a lot of panic producing content. So that being said, you guys, my suggestion with watching the news is if you're going to watch it, watch it for 10 minutes in the morning and watch it for 10 minutes at night or once a day or even every other day. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I have peeled back as of Monday of watching the news. And that's not just to bury my sand, to bury my head in the sand and to just ignore what's going on. That's not what it is. I was losing sleep over what I was reading. I was getting genuine, real anxiety. And I'm a pretty grounded person. I've got a lot of tools in my toolkit. I, I know how to navigate this stuff, but I was getting lots of anxiety. I was waking up in the middle of the night with my heart racing and not being able to calm down for 30 minutes. And that's in the face of breathing. And it was all because of what I was reading. I was taking in this content. We've gotta be very careful what we put into our mind, okay? We watch too many violent things. We see too many people beat, you know, physically beat. These things can traumatize us, and the media right now are not mentally supportive to us for the most part. So you've got to pick and choose what you're putting into your body, what you're putting into your mind. So I peeled back from the news. I peeled back from reading the feed on social media because this virus has infected Facebook. It's infected Instagram. People are dumping their fear and their worry and their concern, and rightfully so. It's no judgment. But to have... You know, I only have a thousand plus friends in my feed, but to have a thousand people, for the most part, 80% of those people just dumping their worries and concerns and to read them was just too much for me. And so for me, peeling back was self-preservation. So that's one piece I want to encourage you guys to do is to be mindful of how much news you're taking in. How much do you really need to know? And the bad things that are happening, I guarantee you someone in your family, someone in your social circle will likely relay them to you if they're going to come down the pike. So keep that in mind, okay, what you're putting in. The next one is exercise, you guys. You guys have got to exercise. We are at a state right now, okay, in the, in the, in the current situation where we can still go outside and we can still exercise. That is pretty awesome. Now, you need to maintain the spatial distancing that they're talking about. Keep your space between people six to ten feet. But you guys, get outside while you can. We have no idea if this is going to go into a full lockdown. I really hope it doesn't. I feel very fortunate that I have a large yard where I can exercise, but people are going to go stir crazy. And for the people out there that are still just socializing about and whether you, you guys look the gamut of what people think this virus is, whether you think the reptilian overlords in the underground bases of Dulce, New Mexico are making an uprising and taking over the planet, or you think this is a legitimate virus that's actually making people sick. I don't care where you sit on that spectrum. The common ground is we all can be outside right now as long as we adhere to the rules. As long as we stay out, outside, away from people, six to 10 feet, if we keep that space, the game is good, okay? At least for now. So you guys, please, like for the sake of just letting people be outside, maintain 
these these parameters okay whether you believe it or not whatever whether you're a deep conspiracy theorist or you're a mainstreamer it doesn't really matter the common ground is we all get to be outside right now and that's critical for immune response and health so if we can have that plethora of energy that the natural world gives us allow people to have it keep your distance okay but get outside and exercise walk do something that challenges your wind that moves respiration that's a big one because this virus attacks the lung. Okay, that's a that's a big piece of, of what happens. So keep that in mind, okay? When you when you guys are going through this, that sorry, I just got a phone call, you guys. I had to mute my, my computer there. But exercise, challenge your lungs, get the lungs moving, okay? Respiration is critically important. So get that moving, let that happen. And then again, mindset, okay? And mindset right now is primarily dictated and predicated upon what you're taking in. Who are you talking to? Are the people you're talking to just fear-mongering and just dumping more fear? Or are the people that you're talking to have hope? Are, are they relaxing into this stressful situation? And that's another key piece is to consider relaxing into difficult situations. It's not something Americans do for the most part. We usually get very tense and very uptight when something bad happens. And when something bad happens, no one says that you have to panic. Okay, I think anyone you talk to is gonna say that panic, fear, worry, and ratcheting up your body into anxiety isn't going to make anything better. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't experience it. It's very viable and reasonable to experience anxiety right now, to experience fear. I have experienced it. But the key piece to remember is that emotions are supposed to be temporal. They should come and go. They are not supposed to be static, okay? That's even with joy. Or, or happiness. People that are happiness all the time can actually bridge them into manic behaviors. We need to have ups and downs in emotions and they need to move, all right? So if you are feeling fear and anxiety, move it through exercise and your breath and who you're talking to and what you're putting into your body. So critically important. Now we're gonna jump into right here, when we talk about this, we're gonna talk about foods, all right? Once again, where the mainstream media, I think is reckless in what they're doing is that this is the, the mainstream media's whole approach. Wash your hands, isolate yourself from everyone, and just wait it out. Now, while everyone is adhering to this for the most part, it's a pretty shitty strategy in the large scope because it's not giving the people any kind of empowered tools to bring their anxiety levels down and to bolster your immune response right now. You guys, keep this in mind. We are, giving, we are being given a very real opportunity right now to slow the fuck down. All right, stop everything, be in your homestead, relax and cultivate and strengthen your immune response. This is the time where we are actually getting this solitude to a degree and while we are using it, use it wisely. Cultivate your immune system and we're gonna talk about how to do that, some foods and, and, and strategies and, and everything we're gonna be talking about is basically how to boost your immune response but it's not just about the things I'm talking about thus far. It's food, it's lifestyle, it's activities that we can engage in. This is where Chinese medicine kicks ass. They, 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 they have this beautiful spectrum of all these different things you can do, not just the food you eat, all right? But that's not even being talked about in the mainstream media, which bothers me. It's very frustrating to see um, no tools of empowerment being circulated to the culture. Very reckless and, and negligent in my mind. So you guys, let's talk about foods, okay? Um, the, the key point we have to touch on this, we're not gonna get into the science, and I don't even fully, totally understand the science behind what I read in the Western context, but I'm gonna give you the foods that are long supportive. But 
there is a drug called Kavara, okay, that's being that's used for arthritis. Now, it downregulates something in the body called IL-6. Now, the exact compound, how it works, what it does, I didn't fully get hip to that, okay, but it doesn't really matter because we're going to talk about the foods that support the lungs, and that's what this is about. But this drug Kavara for arthritis downregulates IL-6. What they're seeing in the COVID virus is that the COVID virus upregulates IL-6, which is not good, which what, what this translates to is it creates tremendous inflammation in the lungs. We see pneumonia-like symptoms, we see phlegm, we see this, this congested um, constriction on the respiratory process. That's not good. So, right, if you can't get a prescription, you don't have arthritis, it's like, great, what does Kavara do for me if I can't get that? And it's, it's not even applicable. It's not something I would take. So let's talk about the foods that are supportive to the lung, all right? So the first one is ginger. It's one of the premier anti-inflammatory foods in Chinese medicine. Now, whether you get it in ginger tea, you get it in powder, you get the root, we can still go to grocery stores. It's still an essential activity. So you guys, get ginger into your diet. Put it in water, put it in tea, put it in your stir fries, whatever it is you're doing, but take ginger in, all right? Very good for the spleen and stomach, which in turn relates to the lungs, okay? The, the, in Chinese medicine, the lung and the spleen, they have a connection called the tie-in connection, which means what happens with the spleen is very um, proportional and relational to lung function. So ginger is your friend. The next one is cordyceps. Now, if you go to Paul Stamets' line, the host defense, which you can look up online, cordyceps is an amazing lung tonic. Now, if you are sick, okay, again, you guys, I'm not a medical doctor. This is just all through the lens of Chinese medicine, okay? So this is not medical advice. This is just educational content. You have to do your own research and you should always cross-reference with your primary healthcare person. But cordyceps in the context of Chinese medicine, very powerful for the lungs, but Chinese medicine says if you are sick, okay, Cordyceps are known as a tonic herb. And what that means is it tonifies the system, it strengthens it. But if you are already sick, it can make things worse. Okay, so I think working with an herbalist at a distance, doing distance consultation is always great, but cordyceps are tried and true. If you are healthy, take cordyceps. Incredibly good, it's a mushroom, it's fantastic. The next one is astragalus, okay? Known as a chi tonic in Chinese medicine. But astragalus, very easy to get very good for respiration and general chi production, okay, the, the, the bioelectric current that we have in our body. The next one is kiwi. Kiwi is very rich in vitamin C. And if you're reading the content on, online about you know, what vitamin C is doing in the context of this virus, vitamin C has anti-mucus properties, which is very good for you know, this if this is happening, but it's also good for respiration. People who have had, um, I've worked with asthmatics who have gone on kiwi sprints basically, <laughs> where they take kiwi for a number of months and their lung function gets way better. So kiwi, if you can get them, put that into your diet. Reishi is another mushroom, all right? Very, very excellent for the lungs. And also it's known as a shen tonic, okay, which is a spirit tonic, which means it calms the mind. And that's really critical right now. We need to have the minds be calm because if our minds get scattered and they derail into the fear and panic and the worry, immune response goes down, which means our body is not resilient. And what we want right now is we wanna be as bulletproof as possible in terms of immune response. The next one is Shizandra. Very easy to get, again, very supportive to the lungs. And for the people that are listening, that's S-C-H-I-S-A-N-D-R-A, Shizandra. Turmeric. Okay, very easy. So if you guys like curry, put turmeric into your foods, put it in your stir fries, put it in your smoothies. The key piece with turmeric, okay, to get the curcumin, the active constituent, the, the, the medicinal property that actually comes out of turmeric. For that to be bioavailable, turmeric needs three things. It needs heat, 
it needs fat and it needs black pepper. Those three things, okay, heat, fat, and black pepper, those three things make it bioavailable to your body. So that means put your turmeric in a warm skillet with some kind of fat and add some black pepper. Very easy to do in a curry, okay, in a context of that. The last one is onions. Very good for the lungs, okay? So um, saute them, cook them, eat them raw, put them in salads, whatever you want to do. These are foods that are going to support lung function, okay? Have these herbs and these foods be a part of it. Now, if you're not of these bents, you don't cook, you don't like these things, here are some supplements you can still get, which I believe are still essential. I think Amazon is still delivering supplements and food. So alpha lipoic acid, incredibly good for the lungs. CoQ10, which is heart protective and lung protective, really amazing to take. Quercetin, okay? Generally well-known as a very supportive lung function tonic in the Western medicine context. Resveratrol, which you can take in supplement, which is the, the compound found in red wine. So resveratrol, if you're gonna drink right now, you guys, opt for red wine. There's naturally occurring resveratrol in red wine. So don't drink too much. I think we're all drinking a little more. I'm having red wine almost every night, medicinally, yes, and I'm not gonna lie. That little bit of red wine circulates the blood and takes the edge off. And some people listening are like, Gray, believe me, I'm drinking a bottle sometimes a night. I know lots of people who are. It's a stressful time, okay, so no judgment. But if you're gonna drink alcohol, go for red wine. It's a great alcohol to drink right now. The last one is royal jelly, okay, which is what the, the hormonal fluid that a bee is given that makes it into the queen bee, okay? Very good for the lungs. So these are the foods and supplements I recommend that you that you research and do your own, you know, cross-referencing with. Talk to your primary healthcare practitioner if you have any questions or concerns. But in the context of Chinese medicine and holistic medicine, these are things that support the body, all right? Now, next one, Next little piece we're going to talk about is actually the energetics of the year. So Chinese medicine is a naturalistic philosophy, which means that it takes into account the macro cycles, the large, um, large rhythms in the natural world, and then also down to the micro, the things that affect us inside the body, even down to the cellular level. It takes into account both, okay? The large and the small, yin and yang. Just so happens that 2020 is the year of the metal rat. So each year, you guys, there's a different element. I was born in the year of 1981, which is the metal rooster. So, um, you know, that has its own energetic. Every year has its own energetic signature, okay? Fire, earth, metal, water, or wood. We are in a metal year. And the animal, in the 12 animals of the Chinese zodiac, is the rat. Now, by definition, okay, classically, rats are very much a disease-ridden year. Always diseases and sicknesses crop up in rat years. It's very common to see that. So we've got that. And then we have on top of that, the energetic of the metal element. So the metal element, interestingly, pertains to global themes. The metal element relates to the cosmos. It relates to divinity. It relates to what they call heaven energy. So what we're seeing, if you just look at metal rat, we're looking at global disease. So it's pretty interesting to take note of that, that that's what's happening right now. It begs the question, is it the chicken or the egg? Are the rhythms that we go through predestined? Who the hell knows? I, that's, not a, that's not a debate I'm going to get into right now. The point is, we're seeing it in real time. It's the year of the metal, route, metal rat, which is global disease. That's what, that's what those two words mean in the context if we were to translate it. So that's really something to, to consider, okay? Now, the metal element, all right, has a few different associations with it. For one, the organs that associate with the metal element, wouldn't you know it, are the lung and large intestine. 
And so each element has organ systems that correspond to it. So what are we seeing this year? We're seeing a respiratory pathology. And we're also seeing people who are having bowel problems, especially at the onset. Diarrhea sometimes is coming along with this. So we're seeing a metal element pathology. It's a metal year with a, a rat year that spreads disease and people's lungs are being attacked. So what this means, okay, when we look at this, is that we've got to one support metal because metal is being attacked. Now, there are metal lifestyle rhythms that we can engage that fortify and strengthen the lungs. There are um, you know, foods, some of which we just talked about. There are uh, Qigong exercises. There are movements that we can take out of the Tai Chi form and repeat them to bolster and strengthen the lungs. So that reminds me, if you guys haven't checked out um, on my YouTube channel, um, find me under Gray Estrada. I just released a video on lung exercises, a three-piece sequence that's designed to fortify and strengthen the lungs and mobilize the function of the lungs. Three simple movements, okay? One is actually a standing posture. The first two are, are movement. But there's all these things that we can do to fortify lung function, okay? So again, interestingly enough, one of the metal themes that we see in the lifestyle practices of Chinese medicine is establishing boundaries. Now that means boundaries with coworkers, that means with romantic partners, that means in public with people we don't know. And again, wouldn't you know it, it's coming down from at the state level. We need spatial distancing boundaries between people. It's kind of remarkable sometimes when you when you look backwards. I never look at the Chinese forecast, the, the astrological forecast as a way to be psychic. I always look when the year is over and we're, the year's not even over and I'm like, wow, the energetics are right on point. The writing is all over the wall. Like this is what this was going to go down in some way. So boundaries, you guys, so critically important. So I know people are having trouble with spatial distancing from being away from people. And it's weird to be outside and to be kind of walking away from people. I totally get it. It's emotionally taxing. It's weird. It's strange. Are people going to look at you weird? Do you, do you look like a conspiracy weirdo because you know, you're doing whatever you're doing? I get it. But the thing is, you guys, even at the forecast, okay, at the large astrological level, it's saying like, that's actually a good thing right now. So again, regardless of on the spectrum, whether you're conspiracy or mainstream, Okay, the energetics of the year are saying boundaries are pretty real right now and they're being mandated, you know, for the most part. So you guys, critically important to maintain spatial distance, okay, at the esoteric and at the mainstream, right? Whether you believe this is a real virus or not, you think it's, you know, where, like I said, it doesn't matter. It's being asked of people and, and right now we're all being quarantined. One of the best things we can have access to is being outside, okay? Some places have, have, have had that taken away, you know, Italy was locked, people were in their houses for weeks, same with China. So the thing is, you guys, boundaries right now, when you are outdoors, say, I've said this on my bike rides to people, you know, just to keep, to keep the peace. Like I have no problem with boundaries. It's kind of one of the things I'm good at. When I'm riding my bike and people get too close, I'm like six to 10 feet, please. Nothing personal, just, you know, like let's, let's do this so we can actually have access to the outside. But we're seeing it in real time, okay? So the, the point is, you guys, we want to play to the metal elements. Now, when we are at home with our loved ones, okay, establishing some kind of clean, healthy boundaries because we're around each other a lot more than we're used to, saying like, hey, do this or please don't do that and be clear about it with your romantic partners. Little tiny boundaries, you guys, just today. Uh, you know, I'm the cook in the house. My wife is a good cook, but I do more cooking. And when I'm cooking meals now that are all immune boosting and, and things that I'm doing to support them, my wife and my daughter, I've said like one of the boundaries is like, hey, look, don't leave it to me to choose what I'm going to feed you guys also. 
I want you guys to put out the food that you would like and I will cook it and I'll make something amazing. My wife's got a pretty good understanding of immune foods too. So I'm like, do that. Okay, that takes the stress off of me so it's not too much work. So whatever your boundaries are within the context of your home, do that, okay? Now, um, when we look at this, all right, in the five element cycle, each element creates the next, okay? So metal engenders water or it creates water, okay? Water creates wood, wood creates fire, fire creates earth, and then earth creates metal. It's this nice little cycle that does this. And within each of those elements are lifestyle themes, activities, things we can do, types of movements, types of mindsets. And all of these things are gonna strengthen the organism, the human organism as a whole. So when we look at this, okay, we have a pathology in the metal element. The lung and large intestine are being attacked. They are weak, all right? So that means the energy that happens there is then going to move into the water cycle and the water cycle is going to be weak then too because the energy that came before it was weak. So what this means, you guys, is the metal element, the lung and large intestine, okay? The emotional themes, when the lungs get out of whack, grief and sadness. And so there's quite a bit of grief right now. There's a lot of sad people having to go through this, either people that they know who are sick or they happen to be sick. It's very debilitating and very demoralizing to get sick. And if you get this virus, can't feel good. And then if they have loved ones, right? It's very sad, people, people have died, people are dying. It's very real in that, in that regard. So we wanna pay attention to this, that the grief and sadness that we're experiencing is gonna tax the lungs further. And so when we have that, okay, we go to the water cycle, we go to the kidneys and the bladder, the emotions that go with that are fear and terror. So we're starting to see this, right? The lungs and the metal element in human beings are being hit. And then in turn, what's it leading into? Fear, terror, and panic. It, so these, these elemental rhythms, I think, again, why Chinese medicine is so elegant and it's so cool is because these things point to the natural rhythms that our bodies go through. And so what I, wanna, what I want you guys to understand is this, okay? Before metal is the earth element. Earth engenders metal. And, and again, wouldn't you know it that the activities that strengthen the lungs are being of house and home, good food, and nourishment, and relaxing. So if we want to strengthen the lungs, we've actually been put into a situation globally where governments are saying, hey, stay at home, do less. Okay, they're not telling you to relax. They're not telling you to take care of yourself. They're telling you to wash your hands and isolate. But if we look at Chinese medicine, there's some key pieces here. Good food, food that boosts the immune system, okay? True, actual nourishment, medicine for your body. Food is medicine right now. It's so important. Food is not just calories, you guys. Foods have energetic temperatures. They have energetic movements. They do certain things to specific organs. Don't eat bullshit, okay? Don't eat a lot of processed sugar right now. Don't eat a ton of mucousy dairy, anything that's gonna bog your system down. White sugar, anything with processed sugar is gonna wipe your immune system out. So please, you guys, don't eat bullshit. It's just gonna add to your stress levels and compromise your immune system, okay? But we're seeing these earth element themes, okay? If we strengthen those things, we nourish ourselves, we relax, we get our mind settled, we reduce the anxiety, the lung gets stronger, okay? We have something to fight back with. That's the whole point of this. So the other thing to look at here is that the metal element, all right? There's a key idea in Chinese medicine, and the way they talk about this is that the light of the soul, when it comes through the prism of the human flesh, all right, so you think of light coming through a prism and it refracts into seven different colors, right, the colors of the rainbow. They think of the body as like a prism, and when the light of the soul comes through this suit, okay, different organ systems process different emotional aspects of a human being, different 
energetic life themes, if you will. So the lungs process something called the pulp. It's an aspect of us that is what they call the animal spirit. And people with strong lungs usually have pretty strong animalistic tendencies. People who have a strong pole, who have a strong animal spirit, practice martial arts. They usually exercise fairly vigorously, okay? They have an upright posture usually. They are, they can be intimidating, not to the point where they're bullies, but they're imposing. Size, stature, so Superman, you know, a big upright posture, that kind of thing. That's all pull. That's the animal spirit. And so what that means for people right now is that you guys need to be in your bodies. We need to be rooted on the earth. You need to be engaging in what I would call like animalistic activities. So a couple different things, okay? And I legitimately mean this. With your partners at home right now, rough animalistic sex is like a good thing. And some of you are like, oh, hell yeah. Thank you, Gray. <laughs> Thank you for the green light on that one, okay? It's gonna get the anxiety out. I'm not, I'm not kidding though. It's like rough, vigorous sex with people as long as you're quarantined with them. I'm not saying go out and just start banging a bunch of people that you've never met before. Not good, don't do that. But rough animalistic sex right now is like really good. So that's one, okay? Vigorous activity, move the kettlebell, pick up your mace, pick up whatever heavy implement, do push-ups, do things that make you grunt, you know, get into where you're physically active, go run outside and sprint to where you are out of wind and like, <sighs> that kind of thing, okay? Kick those lungs into gear. Get them strong. Get the elasticity of the lungs moving. Get into the animal spirit. Be outside more. Get your feet on grass. Take your shoes off. Take a nap on the grass. Put a blanket out. The weather is beautiful. So you guys, get into the animalistic rhythms. Okay, this is so critically important for us to facilitate good lung function and for us to stay on point. Now, when we're looking at, again, the energetics of the year, okay, the, it's a metal year, all right? And so... Each of the elements carry activities that human beings can engage. So for instance, the fire element, okay, restaurants are a fire element business, okay? They're, they're, they're predicated on a lot of activity and stimulus and movement and cooking and fire, quite literally, right? Skillets and whatnot. So each thing that we do, okay, each of these activities, each of these things relate to different elemental themes. So the metal element, okay, it just so happens that feng shui, the study of spatial orientation and the things in our environment and how it affects our psychology and the arrangement of things, spatial awareness, this is a feng shui practice. So feng shui is a metal element practice. And because we're at home, all right, this is a time where we can use feng shui to optimize our psychology. So again, you know, this is the thing, you guys, I, you know, I, it's difficult to get people to take feng shui seriously. Believe me, I, there are easier things I could be doing. And people are like, well, it's Asian interior design. Like, who gives a shit? It's like, that's not it, you guys. That's not what it's about classically, okay? That's kind of the mainstream watered down bullshit version. Feng Shui is about what do you put in your environment that optimizes your psychology? What symbols do you have in place? What imagery do you have? How are you arranging your furniture so it's welcoming to you and the people you live with and to the people that come into your home? The way we set up a room can really have an effect on our emotions. All right, the analogy I always use is if you walked into a room and there were 50 knives stuck into a wall all pointing at you when you walked in, you'd probably be like, what the hell is this? Did I just walk into a Saw movie? Is, if I fall and trip, I, I could really hurt myself or kill myself. It puts you into a whole different mindset seeing something you know, very antagonistic when you walk in. So we wanna keep this in mind that what we have in our environments right now is critically important. And because we're all at home, you guys, 
None of us can really like get away from our homes. We can't get away from the bullshit that we have in our spaces. We can't get away from the clutter. And I'll bet you dollars to donuts, a lot of you are cleaning like mad people. You're just going nuts cleaning at home. I'm cleaning my closet. I'm cleaning my garage, myself included. All right, when we're stuck at home and we're like, we, you know, more, we're very aware of what's in our environment is going to be mentally taxing us. We all know this instinctively. We all understand it. We all engage it. But typically we can cut away to our jobs and we don't have to think about it. So when we come home, we only have to deal with the external bullshit for a little while before we go to sleep and then we can leave again. Not the case now. So understanding some basic principles of feng shui are critically important right now. Okay, the first one is beauty. Okay, the metal element theme. What tonifies and supports the spirit in Chinese medicine? Beauty is the sustenance of spirit, which means that if the body needs food, like food is the sustenance for the physical body, beautiful things, okay, beautiful experiences, beautiful people, beautiful food, beautiful artwork, things that are beautiful are going to strengthen the lungs. It's gonna strengthen the, the spirit of the body. So we gotta think about this, okay? So having beautiful things in your environment right now are really important. Taking out the things that are blah, that are just like, ah, eh, it's not really functional, why is it here? Get rid of it. Go put it in your storage, put it in your attic. Bring out the art or the things that, that you have a nostalgic connection to that are beautiful to you. It's so important right now for our minds to be getting some kind of sustenance, for our spirit to feel uplifted. So beauty is one theme that we wanna play with, okay? Whether it's making some beautiful art, making our dishes that we cook with more beautiful. These are all things that are gonna like foster positive emotional states, which in turn upregulates immune response and emotionality, okay? It changes our biochemistry when we do this stuff. The other one, a metal theme is cleanliness. So this means showering longer, okay, scrubbing the skin. Just so happens the metal element in the lungs regulate the skin, the outer layer of the body. So if we can exfoliate and scrub our skin and actually get it off, it's a good cleanliness practice right now, especially if we go outside. Soap up everything. Use something abrasive, and you know, like a loofah, something that has some kind of abrasive uh, texture to it to actually get dead skin off the body. If we can open our skin... This is one of the ways we support the metal elements. We support the lungs, okay? Dry brushing, where they talk about this, where it simulates lymph, okay? Lymph function and immune response are closely related. And dry brushing, you know, something abrasive on the skin, really important right now. So cleanliness of body and then cleanliness of home, all right? So this goes back to the theme. Clean up your spaces, you guys. As Jordan Wood Peterson would say, clean your room. Like before you do anything, clean your rooms. Get the bullshit out. Get the clutter out, all right? And that's a big one. So... Open space, the more open space we have, we minimalize, all right? We take down the external stuff in our environment, less stuff, okay? Not as much. When we take that out, that's going to be very good. So we want less in our environment, okay? So what does this look like in real time? If we're looking at our kitchen, how many of your appliances do you use every single day? If you don't use it every single day, put it away. How many spices out do you have out on your counter that many of which you don't touch? If you only use salt, pepper, and garlic powder, put away the smoked paprika, put away the oregano, put, put away whatever else you don't use, okay? This goes for supplements on the counter. This goes for toaster ovens, if you only use the toaster oven once a week. The things that are non-essential that you don't need out every day, put them away. Clear off your counter spaces. We all need the mental space, and when we create physical space in the environment, we get more mental space up above. All right, so really, really important to get those things out, get rid of the clutter. Now, what's, what do you quantify as clutter? Three questions, you guys. Is it functional? Is it beautiful? Do I love it?
Okay, if you say yes to two out of those, it's functional and it's beautiful. Maybe I don't love it, but it's functional and beautiful, not clutter. Okay, if you have all three, it's functional, it's beautiful, and you love it, that's awesome. Those are the things ideally you want to, everything in your house you should feel that way about. It's functional, it's beautiful, and I love it. That's the way it should be. Okay, that's the most ideal non-clutter, you know, parameter. Now, if you say no to two of those questions, it's not functional, and I don't love it. It's pretty, but I, it's not functional, I don't love it. It's officially clutter. So ask yourself these questions about everything in your environment, the table, the chair, the appliance, the artwork, everything. Look around. Is it functional? Is it beautiful? Do I love it? If you can have this basic framework, you know what's cluttered and what isn't. Get the clutter out, okay? Get rid of it. Make a pile in your garage. You know, get ready to donate it when this all settles down, whatever it is, but you want to get that out. The next one is you want symbolically powerful imagery in your home. So if you have artwork, all right, that, that moves you, display it. If it's already out, great. The thing to consider is this. In, in feng shui, the cardinal directions, each cardinal direction houses an element. All right, the central portion of our home is earth. Central portion of any room, too, of a, of a property, okay? Any central area of a room or the entire house, that's the earth element. Now, the south regulates the fire element. The north regulates the water. The rest... I'm sorry, the west regulates the metal and the east regulates the wood. So right now, the areas we want to focus on are the north and the west. All right, so in your northern areas, so find the areas in your home where you spend the most time. Maybe it's your living room, maybe it's your dining room, whatever. Look at the northern wall. That is your water wall. And what you want is, okay, that's your life's journey, destiny, business success, okay, all that stuff. But we want the water element to be strong right now because... It relates to the metal element, okay? So metal engenders water. So for one, we want the northern areas of our homes, the northern areas of our spaces, the northern areas of our, you know, anywhere in our environments. Focus on the northern areas. Start putting in powerful things there. If you have a moving water fountain, great. One of those little tiny ones. If you have water imagery, blue colors. Anything water element related, fish, dolphins, tortoises, I don't really care. Anything that relates to the water for you, put that in the north right now. It's a good time to do it. And all of this stuff trains the subconscious mind to align with these larger elemental rhythms. And that's what Chinese medicine was so good at. The other one is the west, okay, which regulates the metal. So right now, the, the metal element themes also are creativity. So while you're at home, do your artwork. You know, reorganize your spaces, get creative, build some things. Being creative supports lung function. Okay, this has no context in, in Western medicine, but this is all tried and true Chinese medicine stuff. So in the West, that's the metal element, okay? Putting a metal object in the West, okay, the rooms that you spend the most time in is actually a really good thing. Anything that can activate and stimulate the metal element, okay? Silver colors, gold, bronze, gold sculptures, right? Anything of metal, rocks, crystals. So anything that's of, of rock is considered metal, crystals are considered metal. Um, even technolo technology or, uh, you know, Bluetooth speakers in the West. That's a great way to do it. We want to stimulate energy in the Western sectors of our home. And then, you guys, the last one is open your windows, okay? I, I, I'm, it's one of my pet peeves when I talk to people about uh, feng shui and their environments. If you go to any town USA, including my neighborhood, you drive around anywhere, I mean, it's uncanny. 90% of the population has all of their blinds closed. And I don't know what the deal is. I think people are so preoccupied with, you know, privacy and being, or maybe they're scared, they're afraid people are going to look into their homes. I don't get it. I never have and I never will. But everyone is closing their windows. 
And when we close off our windows and we're inside our homes and we rely on synthetic light, we are cutting ourselves off from natural sunlight, which helps us create vitamin D, bolsters immune response, and uplifts the mind and spirit. Okay, bacteria counts. This has been tested scientifically. Bacteria counts in rooms, living rooms, you know, bedrooms are anywhere from 50 to 60% lower just from the natural sunlight that's coming in. Okay, this is why you're hearing on the news to put your packages, your Amazon packages out in the direct sunlight because it degrades the virus. So sunlight is so critically important. For God's sakes, you guys, open your windows, get fresh air. The more natural light that your house can be saturated with, the better, okay? The more natural sunlight you can get through your eyes and to your skin, the better. These are some of the pieces that we can do in feng shui and understanding the windows are seen as the eyes to a home. Any place you have a window in your home, no matter how big or small, think of it as an eye. So the equivalent, if you close and you put the blinds down to all of your homes, it's the equivalent to you closing your eyes throughout your waking life, which doesn't make a lot of sense. We have to walk through life with our eyes open. So that in turn, open your windows. The home is seen as an external body. Okay, our environments are an external representation of us. And if you understand this, this puts you into the creative cycle. If the things around you reflect who you are, or you allow them to, then you can change the dynamic between what happens on the outside and the inside. If you are feeling something and you want to represent it on the external, you change your environment. And then now you've created a two-way street where the environment reflects what's inside of you, and now your imprint, okay, your presence in the world is larger. And in turn, when we are seen, when we step into our grandeur, our power, our strength as a human being, immune response is improved. So you guys, there's a lot in this podcast, okay? But these are some of the lifestyle things that we can be doing. I want you guys to breathe. I want you guys to exercise. Limit how much media you are taking in if it is stressing you out. I'm telling you, I wasn't getting sleep. I was waking up with anxiety and not sleeping. And I thought, fuck this. This is going to compromise my immune response. So got to cut it out. Self-preservation. It's what it is. People can be like, oh, you're just burying your head in the sand. I'm like, yeah, maybe. If you can call it whatever the hell you want, but I'm not about to make my body weak. If I, if I can't handle it, I got to cut it off. That's what we would call a healthy boundary. So I have just stiff-armed the media and social media for the time being. I'm going to produce content and put it out and I'm going to check my posts. But outside of that, no. <laughs> That's what I had to do. And I encourage you guys to do the same, okay? Take into account, you guys, the energetics of the year. The year of the metal rat, okay? It's a global disease year. But panic, worry, fear, dread doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help your family members. It doesn't help your kids. And you guys, remember... A vast majority of the population is going to handle this virus very well. They're saying 80 plus percent of the world is actually going to have mild symptoms. There's going to be maybe 10 to 15 percent that struggle. They're going to be sick for a number of weeks and really feel debilitated, but they're not going to die. And there's about 5 percent. And this number fluctuates, you guys. So don't just don't get all over my ass like, great, that's not scientifically 100 percent right. But there's a small percentage of people that are going to you know, die or have serious complications. So you guys keep your mindset that if you take care of yourself, okay, and you don't have a pre-existing condition, you're likely going to be fine. And that's really something to remember this. That's something that's not being stressed enough. We are very strong, okay? The human organism is incredibly resilient, especially if you take care of it and you give it the right things and you drink enough water. So the last little piece, you guys, is what we call orifice protection. Now, this has been in the news some, but this is straight out of Chinese medicine as well. 
So the things to remember you guys are if we go out into public and we do our essential activities like we're shopping or we happen to you know get too close to somebody and we feel paranoid about it, the orifices we want to protect, okay? The metal element is all about the exterior and having a boundary between the outside world and our internal terrain. So when we go out, you guys, as you guys have heard, gargling with salt water when you come back, okay? If you feel a tickle in your throat developing right now, maybe it's COVID, maybe it's not, but that typically they say is a sign of the virus starting to take hold in your throat. Chinese medicine would say the same thing. So we want to use a natural antiseptic and gargle with salt. Okay, so salt's a natural antiseptic. We'll wipe the virus out, as will lemon juice. You can use technically Listerine or something that's antiseptic, but you want to gargle. Okay, that's one way we protect the orifice. So, so swish it around, you know, get the inside of the mouth. If you have facial hair, wash this area, scrub it down, wash your face, wash your hands. You know, the basics, don't touch your, don't touch your orifices with your hands unless they're clean. Okay, the next one is if you guys happen to have a neti pot, Okay, which is the um, comes out of I believe the Ayurvedic tradition is where it started. I could be wrong, but you basically run salt water. It looks like a little tiny tea, um, teapot with a little tiny spout. You stick it up one side with warm water and salt, and it runs through your sinuses. Okay, and it's the same principle. That salt water that we use in the throat is the same thing through your sinus cavities. Okay, so you're going to get the the pollen and the excess dander out too if you're you know prone to spring stuff but you're also letting that salt water go through and wipe out any virus that may be sitting in the mucous membrane. Really important, okay? The last one is putting hydrogen peroxide in your ears. So you can look this up online. Dr. Marcola has talked about this. There's YouTube videos on it. I got hip to this idea about two years ago. Uh, my wife had told me about it, then I did some research, and I have warded off a number of sicknesses by doing this. And so one of the areas also that where we can get a, you know, a virus is it can work its way in through the ear canal. And so if you put your head to the side and you just take a cotton ball and you soak it with hydrogen peroxide, you lay on a pillow and you just squeeze that hydrogen peroxide and let it sit in your ear. Now you may hear it sounds like just like, you know, pop rocks and like just fizzing bubbles going crazy in your ear. And the thinking is the more bubbling you hear, the more bacteria or whatever is being eaten. I have put it in my ears at times and I don't hear anything. And other times I put it in my ear when I feel like I'm getting sick and it just sounds like a party in my ear. When you're done, just kind of tip your head over onto a you know a rag, drain it out, do it on the other side. You know you basically leave it in until you don't hear any more of the the fizzy activity inside your ear. But this is one of the ways that we can do it and protect our orifices as we do it. And then the basics, you guys. You know, wash your clothes if you're going out. You know, leave it in the sun for a day um, if you don't want to wash every day, which I understand. Um, minimize your activity, you guys. Keep the social distance so we can keep the privilege of being outside. All right. Being outside is one of our greatest allies right now in terms of our mental, spiritual, and physical health. So don't take it away from people and just be selfish and be like, ah, oh, this is stupid bullshit. I don't want to do it. Consider that, you know, not adhering to that, governmental agencies will push harder, okay, if we don't adhere to this stuff. I'm not a fan of it. I don't like it. It's nothing enjoyable about it, but don't deny what is. It's here right now. So pay attention to it, you guys. If you guys need help, you need consultation, please reach out to me, okay? I, I'm offering, I'm discounting my, my rates right now um, for people if they need breath work, stress reduction, food and dietary guidelines. There's lots of things you guys can do while you're at home to fortify your immune system and make it bulletproof or, or damn near bulletproof. There's lots you can do. So don't underestimate your body. And like I said, the mainstream media is not pushing that, but don't think you're helpless, you're not. You have a lot of tools at your disposal. People like me, other practitioners, reach out. You know, if I'm not your cup of tea, find somebody else. But please, you guys, you know, take care of yourselves. Be healthy and keep your mind and spirit light, you guys. Laugh, 
you know, have a good time while you're at home. Like this too will pass. And it's really critical that we keep our spirits light. Okay, that's what keeps the immune system strong. When the, when the light of the spirit comes through the face and it's bright and we can smile, the prognosis for life and disease is good. Okay, but when the spirit gets listless and quiet and fatigued and panicked and scared, this runs, this wreaks havoc on the physiology of a human being. So keep your spirits up, you guys. Take care of yourselves. I hope this finds you well. And um, like I said, reach out if you need anything. Thanks so much.